Thank you very much to Dineo for the news. More news at 8 o'clock. Well, it's been a bumper weekend of sport. Where do we even begin to look back at things? It's been a sad weekend. It's been a momentous weekend for some. But we're going to start the show very, very differently tonight because of the fact that we lost an icon, a legend of South African football over the weekend. I'm going to ask you a question relating to that very, very quickly. And then we're going to talk to a man who needs very little introduction in the world of football. I want to take you back to the 3rd of February 1996 for our question tonight and the AFCON final, South Africa versus Tunisia at FNB Stadium. And the question for you is, what do the following two players have in common? Hellman, Midnight Express Mkalele and Mark Williams. With, re- with relation to that final, what do Hellman Mkalele and Mark Williams have in common in terms of that match? If you know the answer... 0614104107 for voice notes or text messages. We're not going to start with sports news tonight. We're going to pay tribute to a legend of South African football who passed away very, very tragically and sadly on the weekend on Saturday. And Bafana Bafana players of the past have all been giving glowing tributes to the man. We joined on the line. I'm very, very privileged to be joined by the captain of that momentous occasion in 1996, Neil Tovey, a man who played under Clive Barker during that tournament, played at club level under Barker as well. Uh, Neil, I know you're so busy, you must be taking calls left, right and centre. Thank you so, so much for your time. Uh, Wonderful to have you on the show. Yeah, good evening to all. Uh, Obviously, a really, really sad weekend, but every player who's spoken out about Clive Barker has mentioned just the humanness, the fact that he was a people's coach, that he he was almost a fatherly figure. Was that your experience as well? Yeah, it certainly was. Um, first of all, just to, the answer to your question is I didn't know Hellman also had false teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for putting a, li- a light spin on, on what's been a really yeah. sad weekend. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, condolences to the family. I was with the family today uh-huh. in Durban. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it was of, of twofold the thought, you know. Clavis hasn't been well, and uh, you know uh, he's been really sickly and, and not in a good condition. So, you know, for him, I think he's at peace now. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you you know, it's not it's it's not a nice thing to happen. So, but uh, the family have 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 come to grips, and and they are content that he's now at peace, which is which is mm-hmm. that which is good. And uh, yeah, uh, Clav, yeah, who who, who who doesn't know the, the attributes of Clive as, as being a, a player's coach, a coach that always, always had love for his players. And that's that's what he thrived on. He thrived on seeing his players happy. And when you've got your players happy, then you, you've got a happy camp and your performances, performance levels, they, they, they raise, they get risen. Mm. And and they just keep going higher and higher, and you you want to play for that coach, you want to play for your teammates, you want to play for the whole whole situation around you, and uh, uh, including Madiba and the Larks that were all part of us. And so you know, also we mustn't forget all the other f- uh, players that have have gone before us. You know, the Fools mm. and uh, the Seaswares and the Shoes and the John Moyetis and you know part of that squad had also have passed on. So yeah, it's it's unfortunately that's what's gonna happen. It's it's you know, the numbers will keep increasing but but what a man, you know, a man that was 
full of fun and 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 made the camp a pleasurable one to want to come to camp and, and play for the team. Neil, I was in studio on Saturday commentating on the Maritzburg Hasrik Stars match for television and Dr. Kumalo was in the studio and when Andile Ngube, the, the host of the show, went to Doctor and just after the news had broken, or an hour after the news had broken, and said to Doctor, just give us your views. Doctor actually couldn't speak, and he needed to take about five minutes just to compose himself. Is that the effect that Clive Barker had on his players? Uh, certainly. You know, uh, Doc was a huge impact. Uh, he had a, obviously a huge impact on Doctor, and, and Doctor had a huge impact on Clive. You know, they had the synergy. You know, if there was a game that, that needed a spark, Clive would look to Doctor to say, Doctor, come on, do something special. Get this, Clive, get this crowd alive and, and, and do something special that would ignite this game, and Doctor would do that. And, mm. and, uh, and that's what he was like. You know, he, he knew how to work with, with players' minds to make them play well, well, not above themselves, but to make sure that they're playing at the level that they're capable of playing in. And so that. And then, but you had never asked Doctor to tackle like Linda Bottolesi. You never, <laughs> never asked Linda Bottolesi to, to dribble like Doctor. So he right. knew the sense of every single player in the squad, what they were very, very good at. And, and, the, and putting the combination of players together to have a really good blend of the team, he was very, very good at. And Neil, he made you the captain, of course, of that team, and you remain the only captain, and he remains the only coach to have lifted silverware for South Africa. Just take us back to, to that occasion in 1996 and what it was like for the country, for you as players, to have experienced that when the odds were very, very much against South Africa doing it, but you achieved virtually the impossible in that situation and then qualified for the World Cup two years later. Yeah, Clive knew we had a really, really good team, and uh, you know, and that that he knew that success, any form of success, would really bring on a, a happy country. You know, early democracy '94, the Springboks '95. Mm. Uh, Clive mentioned, you know, we can make our own form of history here. We can do our, you know, put put our own, you know, entity on 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 sport in this country country and 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 uh, so he knew how to also get to the players to to put it in the minds and create your own history and and but while while you were having fun uh, everybody wanted to come to camp they longed to come to camp because it was a very very happy place to be in and that tournament was a happy tournament for all of us i mean you know that first game cameroon mm. to go and beat cameroon three nil uh, powerhouses of uh, of of not just uh, African football, but uh, of world football at that stage. You know, come out of momentous occasions in the 1990 World Cup. Uh, and uh, so to beat them 3-0, uh, he knew that that would spark our tournament and, and get the players to even believe more in themselves. But then after the game, it was time to have a little bit of fun and and not up to your rooms, go to bed stuff. You know, mm. was, we were there and we all... You know, having fun with another another, but then the next day we'll back down the training and training very, very hard for the next match against Angola. Neil, at the, at the start of your career, obviously you, you, you began at, at youth level under, under Clive at Durban City. You won a couple of titles under Clive Barker in the early 1980s. Uh, he, so he obviously had played a very, very big part in your career early on. You spent 10 seasons at KwaZulu-Natal clubs before moving to Chiefs in the, in the professional league. So what was that like? What was Clive like in your formative years in terms of shaping you as a footballer? 
Yeah, Klaus, Klaus formed a very, very integral part of it. Although I remember him saying once to, to the guys, and I was walking across the field, he said, how can that player ever be able to be a football player with, with, uh, with uh, a feet that size? <laughs> so, right. you know, uh, uh, but yeah, he definitely played a part. He knew, he knew what to bring about, how to formalize a player, what made him strong. And, 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 and I say, you know, he was very integral in, in, I mean, that was the 80s when we were traveling into townships mm. uh, in, in, a, in a real uh, apartheid era. Uh, and you mentioned Durban City team, and it had Coloreds and Rodney Charles, and it had black players, Moffat Zuma. You know, we had, we had all different, and, and, and there was hardships. But Clark would always make sure that his players were well looked after. Even in, in the hotels when you, know, you had to go to Bloemfontein, and, and you had a multiracial team going to try to find a hotel in Bloemfontein. So mm-hmm. I would always make the best best about every occasion, even if it was difficult. Right. He's, I mean, his who's who list of clubs that he's coached. He coached Amazulu on five separate occasions. He's close to, coached, I think I counted, eight sides in his beloved KwaZulu-Natal, but many, many other teams in the Cape. Bushbucks as well. Witz, Maritzburg United, where he ended his career. Uh, it's it's easier to mention a list of clubs that he didn't coach. He must have had played such a big part in the careers of so many players in this country. Yeah, and what a pity he didn't he didn't coach. Uh, uh, which I know he had a conversation with Kaza and, and Chiefs. You know, mm. I think that would have been a real pinnacle for him to coach some of the big 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 name brands, Sundowns, Pirates, or, or Chiefs. And uh, you know, he had the opportunity. I just you know. Thinking that it would have been great to have seen what he would have done with some of those absolutely brilliant, brilliant teams. Right. Just tell us a little bit about how opposition players and opposition coaches took to him, um, and his his attitude, his love for life, and his verve that he had. Was he was he deeply respected across the game, even by opposition? Uh, deeply, deeply respected. You know that you you had to be uh, the other coaches knew they had to have their team well, well motivated because. Uh, no matter what team, like you said, you know he had he had uh, the smaller teams. He had Bafana, he had Bushbucks, which was an unbelievable team. But you knew they were going to be highly, highly motivated, highly, highly motivated for 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 that um, for those matches. So uh, yeah, you had to be really well prepared. Right. Neil, what sort of legacy does he leave in terms of South African football and what sort of imprint has he had that we can all look forward and and sort of uh, look towards the future, but not forgetting the huge part that he's played in the past? Yeah, I think, you know, we've got to not just celebrate people when, when they've passed on. We've got to celebrate heroes when, when they're around. And, you know, and I'm, I'm sure I hope that He'll be well honoured uh, in, in, with a state funeral, and and, uh, mm. and there should be uh, a stadium named after him. There should be, you know, all the likes should be attributes to his to his wonderful career that he that has spanned so many years and through so many eras. Just uh, just on that note, and this will be the final question to you, Neil. Um, 
I see the Facebook groups that have started up saying rename Moses Mabida Stadium after Clive Barker or name <laughs> names Kings Park Rugby Stadium or Soccer Stadium or a major stadium in, in Durban after Clive Barker. Uh, I, I think that would be a wonderful gesture if it was possible to do. I don't know what the logistics would involve in terms of that, but I think Clive deserves to have his name depicted at a venue where football takes place in the future. No, most certainly. You know, maybe not, you know, like maybe the stadium might have a, a bit difficult. Mm. But, you know, there's, there's overseas, you always get uh, stands. Yes, stands that's right. Stands that are named after, like the Sir Alex Ferguson stand. And, you know, that, that can certainly happen at stadiums where, where our heroes uh, and their stands, you know, the North Bank, and, you know, get renamed after, after the heroes, you know, of, of that 1916. Neil Tovey, um Lovely to chat to you on the show. So sad that it has to be in, under such unfortunate circumstances. But I think the legacy that Clive Barker leaves will live long in the memory of all the football fans who were around in 1996, watched that team, and indeed have had any association with Clive Barker. Thank you so much for your time, Neil. Really, really do appreciate it. And looking back on the life of a hero. Have a good evening. Thank you, Thank you very much. You too. So that's the tragic news that came through. Clive William Barker, 23rd of June 1944 to 10th of June 2023, passing away just nine days short of of what would have been his 79th birthday. A really, really sad occasion for everybody in the footballing world. As I say, he's coached just about everybody. He's coached Amazulu, he's coached Pinetown Celtic, Pinetown Celtic, Juventus Durban, Durban City, Durban Bushbucks, Manning Rangers, Maritzburg United, Zulu Royals, Santos, Bushbucks, Bidvest Vids, uh, and of course South Africa as well, as well as some other smaller clubs in between that. He played for Durban City in 1962. He played for Durban United, which was incidentally the very first team I supported as a youngster. I grew up supporting the famous green and white of Durban United, and he played for them between 1963 and 1969. He is a legend, the only man ever to have clinched silverware for this country, and he will certainly be sorely missed. Clive the Dog Barker, may his soul rest in peace, and may... uh, his family find strength, comfort, and love at this difficult time. I'll repeat the quiz question for you. I'm taking you back to the 3rd of February 1996, South Africa 2, Tunisia 0 in the AFCON final. What do the following two players have in common with regards to that game? Hellman, Midnight Express, and Kalele, and Mark Williams. If you know the answer, 0614-104-107. We're back after this.